Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It is December 2nd. It's around 2 o'clock and we are just finishing up editing episode 61 of Scotch and Good Conversation. It is a interview with the uh, sous chef of this smiling bison, Mr. Elliot Hellis. He was kind enough to come in the uh, studio with his wife and uh, sit down and we talk about uh, life as a chef and uh, drugs and getting arrested and Noah's Ark and rock and roll and literature and television and just about everything else dude is really 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 interesting we just happened to meet him one day and talked to him a couple minutes and decided he needed to come on the podcast and i'm glad he did um a couple things uh first oh first of all speaking of smiling bison the orlando location uh you heard it here first you probably heard it someplace else but you it technically was recorded first on my podcast and then released like two weeks later. Anyway, uh, it, it is closing temporarily and they're going to be relocating. They're in the process of finding a new space. Uh, if you want to go, and I, I think you should, if you haven't been, uh, you need to go. And if you have been, go by one more time because it's that good. The Bennett Road location, the Orlando location, uh, is going to be gone come the end of the month. So uh, make sure you go by there and check it out and uh, tell... Uh, Elliot, we said, hey, and tell them that Scotch and Good Conversation sent them. Uh, we will be back down there eating a burger at the bar and drinking at some point, I'm sure. So if you see our bald head, tap us on the shoulder. Uh, sec- that's the second second thing that I want to talk about is a, uh, a young lady, a listener, a friend, if you will, uh, through the podcast. Uh, Annalise was uh, uh, kind enough to send us a whole bunch of beer and some candy, some chocolate, and a t-shirt all the way from New Zealand. And... Uh, just wanted to say thank you. That was very sweet of you. You're you're our, uh, one of our, our the, one of the very first people who sent us a letter and told us we were doing an okay job, and that meant the world to us. And she was kind enough to send us some some delicious beer. She knows her way to our heart. And at some point, when I figure out the whole Skype thing, you're going to hear an interview with Annalise all the way from New Zealand. Uh, a couple, a lot of stuff going on this weekend, actually. Uh, first of all, uh, tomorrow over at Red Light, Red Light. Uh, Benji, uh, Ben, because he's a big-time movie director now. Ben Clyde is premiering his movie, if I could tell you, over at Red Light, Red Light. Uh, It's a film he talks about on episode 59. It stars Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys, and he's going to be in town. Uh, Doors open at 5. I think the film goes on at 6. It's a short film, so I think it's like about 40 minutes long, and I think he's going to do question and answers afterwards. So a little Q&A with Ben. Uh, director in from LA, uh, former resident of Orlando, over at Red Light. That's Saturday. And speaking of Red Light, there's a lot going on over there. Um, the sixth, that's Tuesday. They're showing the movie Alf, a Christmas holiday special, if you will. The folks from uh, Copperhead Brewing, delicious beer, are sponsoring this, and uh, they're doing beer and candy pairings. And the Daydream Peach Truck will be up there. Uh, we'll be there again. If you see us, tap us on the shoulder or smack our bald head and say hey. Um, go there all weekend. Uh, it's not the weekend without red light, red light. And tell them that uh, Scotch and Good Conversation sent you. And our other sponsor, uh, the folks over at Bama Pamba Vintage, the best damn vintage clothing company in the whole entire world. They're doing a lot this month. Uh, Will's uh, Affair over in front of Will's Pub. whole bunch of other vendors and bands and beer and music and uh, just a good time all day long. That's uh, December 11th. The Audubon Park Community Market, December 13th. 
You can see uh, their booth and all their clothing from 5 to 10. Uh, Red Light Saves Christmas over at Red Light, Red Light, uh, December 14th. That's a Tuesday. Go down there. There's no need to go to the mall this year. You, you don't need to go out there. You can get all your holiday shopping done at Red Light, Red Light. A bunch of local vendors will be there. Uh, there'll be a, um, um, a photo booth uh, from uh, Rustin Rebel. That's Mike Dunn. He was on episode 50. Uh, the, uh, the kids from uh, Cloak and Dapper will be up there. A whole lot of great stuff will be going on. And uh, Bama Pema will be one more place before the official end of the holidays, uh, uh, December 12th in the parking lot of Park Ave CDs and uh, Red Light, Red Light and Dear Prudence. There's going to be a market going on the same day as Grandma Party. Uh, go over there, uh, tell them that you heard about them and Scott's Good Conversation. They're going to give you a big old hug and they'll uh, I'll give you a, a pretty sizable discount also. And one more thing uh, before our interview with Elliot. Uh, uh, the kids over at What's the Fuss, What's the Fuss uh, uh, podcast, local podcast, great podcast, listen to it. They're throwing a punk rock charity show for uh, homeless people of Orlando and a whole bunch of great punk rock bands are playing. It's from 7 till whenever the punk rock ends. And uh, it's at Bombshells on Edgewater. It is the 17th, the weekend after next. Go up there. Uh uh, it, it's a charity thing, so I think it's ten dollars at the door. I believe it's five or seven if you bring a food. It's seven if you bring food or a clothing item. It's five if you bring food and a clothing item. You know what you do? You go up there and you slide them a twenty and bring food and you uh, bring a clothing item because um, those kids at What's the Fuss have hearts of gold and they're trying to help people out in the holiday season. Um, episode 61 of Scotch and Good Conversation up next. Great interview, cool guy, um, chef at one of my favorite restaurants in Orlando. Uh, it's December, kids. Be nice to each other. You should be nice to each other all the time anyway, but uh, be extra nice to each other. We love you. Thanks for listening. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you next week with our interview with Abby, comedian Abby Stitson, Stitson, Abby. We'll call her Abby. Uh, she is doing an article for the Orlando Weekly about the Orlando podcast scene, and we talk about that, and we talk about her uh, uh, her comedy, and she's just cool. That's next Friday. Anyway, these things are always random, and I thank you for listening. You guys, we love you. Peace. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for checking out episode 61 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter, and we are a weekly uh, hangouty, interviewee, excuse to drink in the afternoon podcast get together type thing. What we do is uh, we meet folks. If we think they're interesting or cool or unusual or got something to bring to our community, we get together with them. Usually we lube them up with some drinks and hopefully it becomes a mildly interesting uh, conversation. If it's your first time listening, thank you so much for checking us out. If you like what you hear, 
You can go over to scottsagoodconversation.com and you can listen to all our episodes. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, there's a better than average chance we're on Stitcher. If you want to get involved, uh, if you'd like to be a guest, if you know somebody who wants to be a guest, if you got a question, uh, you got an issue in your life, and you think we want to, we can we can help you with it. Call us up four zero seven nine six five 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 seven. That's four zero seven nine six five three five zero seven. You can email us if uh, the phone's not your thing at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Follow us to find out what's going on and look at pictures of my dog. Our sponsor, Red Light, Red Light, uh, the best damn beer bar in uh, the world, in my opinion. Uh, they, they gave us uh, some beer for the, for the podcast this afternoon, and we're drinking a Stillwater Artisanal Classic Postmodern Beer. I'm going to open it up. I went to their website. And they uh, they said, uh, ooh, ooh, uh, <laughs> they said that it's a, it's a postmodern deconstruction of an American industrial lager made with naughty ingredients like corn and rice, and uh, c- completed with uh, pilsner malt and a lot of your favorite old school American hops and farmhouse yeast, farmhouse yeast. If you dig this kind of thing, if you're not into uh, Coors or uh, um, Corona or Budweiser or something, and you just got something that you want to you want to spend a little teeny weeny bit more money, but get something a whole lot better. Go over to Red Light. Red Light. Uh, they're locally owned. They're right here in our community. They're owned by people who live in Orlando. And here's the thing: the holidays are coming up, and what you probably want to do is get together with some friends. You want to hang out and uh, have a beer and chill and not deal with the tomfoolery that is downtown Orlando. Go over to Red Light. Red Light. They They've, uh, they've got 300 different bottles and cans of beer, and it's ever-changing. They've got 24 draft handles. They have two traditional hand-pump beer engines. They brew in-house. They brew amazing beers in-house. They've got wine. They've got craft sodas for your designated drivers. they got big, long tables for groups, and if, if you want to have a holiday party, give them a call. I just realized there's music playing in the background. Uh, give, give them a call, and... Uh, they, they will accommodate you. They, you can bring food in. Uh, they'll set it up so you can have a party without having to deal with all the bullshit that goes along with it. Uh, they are located at 2810 Kareen Drive in Orlando, Florida, 32803 in the Audubon Park Garden District. Go down there uh, and tell them that uh, Scotch and Good Conversations sent you. All the business is out of the way, and uh, we've got a guest, Elliot. Hellas. Did I, did Hill, Hillis. It Hillis. doesn't. It doesn't I, matter. I am so bad with names. I'm terrible with it, dude. And, and I've been agonizing over this, like, like, uh, because your first of all, your 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 first name's not spelt like I know Elliot to be spelled. Yeah, Usually there's, it's uh, I either the Jewish spelling uh-huh. if you go by that, or okay. I suspect I'm named after Elliot Rosewater. Who's that guy? Uh, it's a character in a Kurt Vonnegut book, a series of Kurt Vonnegut oh. books. My dad won't admit it. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that's the case. Well, that that's cool. So, so Dad was at least mildly hip. Oh yeah, Super. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I I was I was uh, just I, I'm so mad with names, and frequently I mess up names and spelling. I can't spell. If you go to my website, scottsagoodconversation.com, it is riddled with spelling errors. <laughs> I, it, I, 
it if I was Superman, spelling would be my kryptonite. Yeah. It, it's it, and I can't read. I'm not very smart. I'm a product of a mid '80s Florida high school education. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, super happy. We just uh, talked about it a little bit. You, you said you listened a couple times, so thank you. I have. Normally, what I try to do is uh, figure out where I met you, and we only met once. And I was hanging out with the kids at Bama Pamba Vintage in the Audubon Park Garden Market. And you guys came in their booth. Did you buy something? I don't remember. Yeah, I got a coat for a Halloween costume mm-hmm. and a really funky 70s uh, <laughs> tie. Okay, cool. Good. That I've yet to wear, yeah, but, but I'm sure. But, but that, yeah, that, that, that's, Soon. The, that's the thing about their ties. They, they uh, For four bucks, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, what, it amazes me how much a, a, a tie is. Like, if you go to the mall or even... Hot Topic or The Gap or they some sell pre- ties at Hot Topic. I, I, I don't. Right I don't. next to the Vampire Fangs. I mean, and it's the probably the long Satan s- stars and long shit. skinny new new wave ties. Uh, yeah, probably. I'm not thinking Hot Topic. What am I thinking? What's the thing in the fancy mall? Uh, Spencer's. No, 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 no. Uh, if you go up the escalator in the fancy mall. Sears. No, no, fancy, fancy mall. <laughs> the Millennium. Oh, uh, Millennia. Oh, uh, IKEA. Oh, H and M. Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. Yeah, that that place. Okay. Which is kind of like a step above Hot Topic. I mean. It's it's a little cooler, but still, <laughs> still the mall. I know, I'm a fan of vintage. I'm a fan of what those kids do. They're 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 good at what they do. And, I mean, the only thing and, though is and go, damn good looking. Those guys are good looking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was that's okay. Urban Outfitters. Yeah. Oh, they, no, they sell no. vinyl, but none of it's old vinyl. They, they, all, actually, they have some used vinyl, but it's all crap. Oh, I yeah. never noticed. Yeah, and and the new vinyl they have, it's ridiculously priced. You know, it, yeah. it's you're paying thirty bucks for a record. You know, and I don't understand why new vinyl is as expensive as it is. I used to work in a record store in the 80s and 90s. It's tripled in price, and they uh, don't get it. I mean, probably because production's so limited, maybe? Yeah. You can force people to pay outlandish shit? Yeah, well, hipsters buying Consumerism? Um, The man? There there, there are three things that I know about you. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, The first thing is you just got married. I did. Yeah. Uh, to this young lady right next to you. Yes. Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I married up, and she settled, obviously. So you and I have that in common. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I married up. My, my wife is, is at work right now, and I'm, I'm drinking beer with my friends in my spare bedroom and podcasting. Uh, you got married in January. Congratulations. Thank you so is much. It, is it working out? It's, it's great. Yeah. Ta- tax deductions, right? I, we're so poor, though. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> None of it's just paperwork, really. Yeah. It's like the same relationship. We got a nicer house now. Yeah, yeah. Unrelated, but yeah. But but you're you're young. You have yeah. a chance to build this up. So good for you. Yeah. Being married is cool. I, I no, it's I. We waited. We were together almost ten years before we got married. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, I talk about this a lot. But uh, one of the reasons we got married was my dad was sick, and he wanted my wife to be his daughter-in-law. Mm. So that's one of the main reasons. And tax deductions. It was a business thing. Truthfully, I mean, my wife, she's insanely smart, and she knew that this would, was a better deal for us. Right. Uh, so, congratulations. Thanks uh, so much. Thing, thing number two I know about you is you're a chef, and you're not just a chef. You're a sous, sous chef. What is that? It sounds uh, fancy. It's French. It's under chef is just what it translates. So, if you look at the the classic brigade that Escoffier set up, um, it's chef, mm-hmm. sous chef, and then down the line. Uh-huh. The grunts. Uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, I, I can call them that. You can't. Well, no, yeah, yeah. but there's a, a, a huge hierarchy that goes all the way down to the commis and then the dishwasher. Okay. So everybody has a, a different level and different responsibilities. I right. watch MasterChef. I know this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, so. I, 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 I don't watch a whole lot of TV. 
but I, I have a sick fondness for MasterChef. I don't know why. And I don't like it as much since they... Uh, did you ever watch it? You probably don't. We had a friend yeah. that we worked with at Chocos who yeah. was uh, Francis Biondi. He was on a season. Okay, that's cool. So I checked that out. Yeah. And um, my pastry chef at the Bison, her ex-boyfriend, I guess, was on um, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, see, that's a piece of crap. I and so like I watched Kitchen. that. But yeah. other than that, it just seems to be so formulaic and everything is so yeah they they it's like it's like a real world for chefs yeah and they're yeah. always a bunch of hacks so it's not like <laughs> you never see people that are cool calm and collected it's I, always you just know, in, instant insanity you know what drives me crazy is you know they have little costumes they put them in like, yeah, yeah. you know everybody like they this season which i literally i watched the newest one last night and uh I went, this This is, I know it's terrible, but I was like, this is really terrible. This is the last season I'm going to watch this. I am wasting my time and burning brain cells on this crap. Uh, Anthony Berdan, you like that guy? I like yeah, his show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's got the best life in the world. He eats really good food and travels all around the world and stays in nice hotels. And he doesn't have to like do dumb things anymore, like eat eyeballs and stuff. Yeah, you ever just for fun now. Have you eaten an eyeball? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it insane? Is better than jellyfish? <sighs> I, I mean, never, I've it's never eaten the, like, like so a, you'd expect an eyeball to be squishy, yeah, right, just because of the way it looks. Yeah, but it's not. It's yeah. kind of crunchy. There's a lens in there. Oh, gnarly! It's got some gushy bits, but oh. not all the way. Like like a like a fresh new out of the seal eyeball, or was this like I a, was a out a, of a fish's head? Okay, I'm, I've had them cooked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, gnarly. So we're we're not kissing later. I mean, okay. Not that you have a say in the matter. <laughs> well, your wife is uh, here too. Oh, I, I thought you were coming by yourself. We were going to yeah. make out. Uh, Why uh, can't we now? Uh, that's how you swing. All right. Uh, tell tell the kids where you work because you are at one of my favorite restaurants in the world. At the Smiling Bison, uh, Orlando. We, yeah, I know, right? Because you have two locations: one in Sanford and uh, one in Orlando. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, you have hands down my favorite burger. In the world. So guess what? Well, uh I have news. Oh, I'm, no. allowed, I'm allowed to say this now. Breaking it uh, here or on Facebook from what I heard. We'll get yeah. into the particulars yeah. eventually, I assume. But we're bringing back the bison burger. I guess it was gone for a hot minute, right? Yeah. We had a lot of trouble with um, getting quality product reasonably in time. Someone's making know. bad bison. It seems like... Okay, so... Yeah. The, the law concerning bison purity, for lack of a better term. The bison purity act. In America, yeah. you can have a, either a crossbred animal that's, you know, 51% bison and then some cow. Okay. Maybe a goat in there, a cat. Doesn't matter. <laughs> or you can have two disparate animals ground into the same chub in the same package. That sounds gnarly. And you can do that in America and you yeah. can sell it as bison. Okay. Or buffalo, which that's not technically not that animal, but whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a difference between a buffalo and a bison. There's no buffalo in America. Okay, that's uh, really fucking sad. Was there ever? Never. Bus- no. It's okay, a, so it's that's really fucking good. Now. Totally different animal. I, I know nothing about buffalo. It's weird. Okay. But, uh, so, anyways, back to that. In Canada, you can buy uh, pure bison, and it's oh, it's labeled as bison. It is as such, and that's where we were getting our product from. Canadian bison. Yeah, it's okay. it's a you know it's the product you've had at the bison but it's, it's, good. it's super good it tastes good i'll eat the hell out of a bison um we still get our ribeyes from there okay. we had trouble getting the same that we had a dip in quality for a minute back up and then you know we went looking for other stuff we tried a couple florida ranches the production because of the heat and stuff uh-huh yeah it's no i mean it's delicious it's okay. so good yeah yeah three sons was amazing meat okay okay um, 
but it was just a matter of supply and being able to get it. They had to mail it to us. It was just not uh, advantageous for us. So we cut it out. Okay. We found a local beef that we liked. We used that. We have had so many complaints about not having the bison, but we're uh, we're bringing it back. Good. I'm very pleased. I mean, it's still the burger was still pretty good, but yeah, the bison burger good. was better. And you get that egg and that bacon on it. Yeah. Yeah, and those fries, you get the fries, and you guys have that, that uh, mayo, is house-made mayo? Uh, yeah, we make our own That's everything, stupid. really. Your, your mayonnaise is stupid. It's so good. <laughs> we make, so... We just want to rub it on me and... Actually, just, just yeah. bragging to the dentist today, weirdly, that we, nobody really realizes that, but we make everything. Yeah, I knew The I only think, thing we bring yeah. in is, like, mustard, okay. but we make our own mayo, ketchup, mushroom ketchup. It, it, it's, it's ridiculously everything. good, and within stomach distance of my house. Yeah. So, uh... Uh, yeah, it was best hamburger in the burger. Uh, thing number three I know about you is you have a meat tattoo. I do have a meat tattoo. Yeah, it's, it's, it says uh, sweet meat. I know it's it's actually uh, the, the, the Brent is that the guy who did that? Yeah, from, I love uh, that. I love that dude. Yeah, from Built for Speed. He's awesome. He's he, so fast. He, he's insanely talented, and uh, he's got like that wicked cool mustache. Does he still got the mustache? I think it was down when we saw him. Oh, he, it yeah. was in its submissive state. Okay, yeah, me too. I uh, he he, he um. Used to be, uh, we. Did you ever do Rockstar Bowling when it was the thing? No. Oh God, Rockstar Bowling was dangerous. It used to go on Colonial Lanes, and it would start on Sundays, like at nine thirty, ten o'clock, and it was just an exercise in drinking and bowling. It was just ridiculous, and, and somehow we bonded for what I thought was like a lifetime, but it was probably just a hot minute. But he's uh, he's at Built for Speed. Is that where he is? Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll put a link in the show notes because I respect him. No, uh, he's uh, uh, I the second. I started scabbing or peeling. Yeah, sorry. yeah. I was like, okay, I know the next thing I'm getting done, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm gonna go to him, and I'm gonna. It doesn't. What is it? You want? You care to? Uh, I'm gonna get pig. I can in, do it. I can Hebrew. I'll, I'll do it right okay. here on my collarbone. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. We'll do it after the show. Get some Indian ink in it. All right. I've got <laughs> enough. I've got enough butcher tattoos. It's awful. <laughs> uh, is that what you want to be when you grow up? You're gonna be. You're gonna be a, a, a chef. Is that for the, this a lifetime thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely a lifer. Uh, I've been decent at other stuffs, uh, yeah. computers and whatever, and yeah, tried yeah. to be the whole square, you know, yeah. fix my tie. But uh, I can't stand people. Oh, yeah. And I, I know they suck. My whole family um, has either been a professional in the restaurant industry of some form or fashion or really, really talented home cooks. Yeah. And so it was the only thing I ever really felt comfortable in. Plus, it gives me that separation. Yeah. You know, they still give me the money, but I'm on the, on other, the other side. side. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you, you've worked at some decent places around town, and from what I read, you every, every place you've, you've had a hand in, I really, really liked. Yeah, thank so, you. So if, if you're in Sanford or Orlando, Smiling Bison, do it. it it's, it's, it's important. It will change your world. Top three things. Uh, top three bands or singer-songwriters. Quick, go. Okay, it's got to be Les Claypool, so that encompasses his entire... Uh, all his projects you gotta okay. go Mike Patton okay. because of his vocal range and just the sheer insanity that's, of the that's guy a, ma, 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 ma. don't tell me uh, you want it all What's a, don't tell me what is it What is it? tell me so Faith No More Faith Mr. No More. Bungle okay. Phantomus okay. Lovage etc yeah, 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 yeah. and then third band has to be The Residents but Big Eyeballs yeah exactly yeah do you, um, you ever listen to Negative Land are you no. familiar with Negative Land no no you, you, if you like The Residents you'd probably like Negative Land they're, they're kind of that same art rock no one, no one knows what these guys look like, and they, uh, they. I mean, that's the most intriguing thing about these guys is that they self-proclaimed terrible music. Yeah, it's, it's super it's, interesting. I can't really listen to it for more than probably thirty minutes at a time. It's but a lot of work. I mean, I have a, a residence tattoo. Do you really? Oh, you got an uh, eyeball yeah. tattoo. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, um, 
but they they are the inspiration for so much of what's happening now definitely Les Claypool from Primus yeah um, almost all electronic music owes a ton of their and they've been doing it since like the 70s like 58 like, they released really? a, an album called I, baby sex I did yeah. I didn't so are they is there any original members or is so they like, don't have names yeah. obviously but they're um, their spokesman God, no, I can't remember his name. Um, it's, it's it's okay. No, nobody knows the rest. The yeah, rest. it doesn't. Uh, Homer Homer Flynn. Okay, sure. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so they he's the official spokesman. Most people think he's also the singer because they have a sim- similar tenor mm-hmm. in their voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's getting up there. He's in his seventies. Yeah. So uh, oh God, I love that kind of stuff. That 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 art. Yeah. For art's sake, you know that we're, It's not like these guys are making money doing what no, they do. No, God, they're broke as shit. You, you know, but but they're they just keep pounding out this wonderful stuff that makes you question what art is yeah you know and, and that's what art should do it should it should be hard to look at it might make you feel really really super uncomfortable and as far as like rock and roll or, or that any that kind of music and i don't know how you'd classify residents the residents uh it should make it should make your parents uncomfortable proto-electronica yeah it, to it, sound it, super douchey about it, it but if 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 it's the kind of thing that your mom and dad go what is this turn it off it's terrible that's great. That that's what I want out of my music. Good for you. Well, there's a there's a band that I actually adore called the White Mice, and it's barely music. It's on the same. They don't even have a a guitar. They play an oscilloscope, and they okay. the drummer has broken snares, and it's just a crazy theoretical mess. It's awful. Have you ever seen a, a Man or Esther Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I saw them at the social a couple times, and they uh, uh, what was the thing they with a, a Tesla coil. They brought a Tesla coil in into the social, and there was lightning shooting up into the rafters. Oh, yeah. And they they did a symphony for a dot matrix printer, which was really cool. Yeah, you and I, I think we'd get along musically. Yeah, those circuit bender bands are like really really interesting. They're they're fun as to far watch. As production yeah, goes. it's it's yeah. Uh, Number two, top three things. Uh, top three books. You read or do you read? Oh, so much books. Okay, good for you. Can we do fiction, nonfiction? You can do whatever you want. Top three at this very moment. Oh, so shit. Uh, French Laundry, oh, Relay. Sorry, what? 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 Uh, the French Laundry by Thomas Keller and Michael Ruhlman. These are smart people books. Yeah. Cook, cookbook. Okay. All right. Um, so this is just cookbooks. I'll do three of whatever else too. Okay. Um, then Relay um, by Pulagosi. I can't pronounce his name. It's that's a, fine. I can't say it either. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, probably lastly, um, Letters to a Young Chef by Daniel Belude. That sounds great. Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but it sounds great. Is it? It is. Uh, if you're old in the book. business, yeah, it makes you feel super bad. <laughs> if you're not, you know, if you're not the head of line by the time you're 18, quit and all this stuff. But really, seriously, it's a it's I, a hard look at how terrible the life is if you're not 100 percent committed. Yeah, but, it, it, is it terrible? No, I absolutely adore it. Good for you. I spring out of bed at six o'clock in the morning. I, I was going to say this. You were up like butchering. Is that the word I was looking for? Like a fish, like at six this morning. No, that was. A, was it? Was it? That a, was from a, a previous a, day. A, a later gram. Okay. Well, you yeah. were up. At, you were up at posting yeah. Instagram at six o'clock, and that's also <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I was yeah. up. At, I was up at five thirty, and that's, I go to bed at midnight. And, why do you get up at five thirty? You know, because my body tells me that oh, I wake up with the fear. Of your body. Yeah. I wake no because it's terrible. So you're programmed with all this pressure of the kitchen, the sound of the ticket machine, the the heat of everything. Uh-huh. Things burn. Things aren't cooking fast There's enough. A lot of the sharp shit laying around. Yelling, yeah. screaming, burning. Yeah. And so you develop this this the fear, the panic, and some people have it, some people don't. But I definitely have it. I wake up as soon as I get up, feet are hitting the ground. I'm thinking about what I have to do. What did I fuck up? 
<laughs> sounds what, so uncomfortable. What problems? <laughs> but there's there's no other way about it. I've never had it any other way, so it's natural. You yeah. know. Have you had like a real like a straight job? Like a have you been a you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A civilian? Yeah, I mean. Uh, you said you were a computer guy. For yeah, a while. Uh, yeah. My dad's an engineer, so I thought I wanted to do that. That sounds so terrible. Also, and, no. I mean, he's really good at it. He super duper loves it. Yeah. But I just can't focus, and yeah. I'm decent at computers. Good it's for, just not not well, good as good for you. Because so, so, I feel like I might be really like a genius, but I haven't found my passion yet. Yeah. Like I, I and so you've you found your thing. Like you you're, you're laser focused at what you do. Yeah. That that's cool, and it makes you happy. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. I'm good at it, but I'm definitely happy it's, doing it's, it. It's like, I mean, I've seen, I've, I did a little research. I had my research monkeys look around and, and kind of dig up some dirt in your past. Although you're hard to find because you don't have a Facebook. I do not. That's weird. Is that, that's a, have you ever had a Facebook? Yeah, I abandoned it. I good changed the name you. on it and good. I abandoned it. And I think 2005 or it's seven. It's so stupid and I can't get away from it. I think I've been saying this since the beginning of the podcast. I'm gone. I'm done. I'm, I'm history. I'm a ghost at the end of the year. I, I mean, when I quit, it was the beginning of all those games, and then people would uh, constantly be on your wall. I know. Please play my game so I can get more points in the game. And everyone that I want to talk to, I talk to on nearly a daily basis. So, or, see, that's nice. You know, yeah, how old are you? 30. Okay, yeah, so your, your friends are still alive and they haven't OD'd yet. So, like, my, 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 no, okay. I think I'm actually through all that. Yeah, really? Yeah, so yeah, I had a ton of friends die early oh, on, so I'm, it I'm sucks. out It sucks, it. right? Yeah. It's I, pretty I, rough. I, uh... It, I've gone especially with this stupid election thing. Uh, See, that's got to be terrible for Facebook now too. <laughs> oh, it's 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 the fucking worst. I I I I, I and I find myself just just wasting time going to look at people who oh good good work good, looking at people who I actually unfriended because their politics sucked and they were dumb, and going to their page to see what kind of dumb shit they wrote to get angry. Like and I don't need that on my world. And I, and I. But this election just seems like a worldwide experiment in reality television. It's like what kind of wrestling. crazy shit can we say? See how to shake the cage up a little bit. Then viewer responses, and then that's it. And then they can move on to the next crazy thing. Have you guys voted? Don't don't tell me who. But have you voted? I can't. <laughs> the government decided I can't vote. You felon? You felon? Yeah. Good for you. It's, it's for so dumb. Cool. It's for dumb shit though. It's, it's for so graffiti cool. basically. For. A lot of damage. <laughs> a criminal. That's so cool. Get out of my podcast. I know, right? Get out of here. I'm afraid of you. Oh. <laughs> Will you ever be able to vote? I mean, I can I can get it back, but it's money that I don't have in yeah. time that I don't right. possess. So honestly, it means shit anyway. But I'm yeah. tomorrow. I will. But just... I don't have to be on a jury either. So oh, that's mixed the... bag. Ah. I see. I I kind of dig being on a jury. I, I they give you like nine bucks. For the day, right? And my, uh, that's I make less than that normally, so yeah. that, that's a good deal. So you're up, and, and and I get to pass judgment on people, which is what I do best anyway. Like I, everywhere I go, I pass judgment on people. Now it, it's important, so I really dig that. Also, I I like Jerry D. I'm one of the few people who are glad to be there. So you you're out of it though. That, that's I've yeah. never gotten selected, but the prospect. Of having to sit there and listen to this oh, it's so garbage. Much fun. What if I was on the jury for a for a weed trial? This kid, I would have to. No matter if he was guilty or not, I'd have to hung jury every time. Well, I I, I don't. I, I can honestly say I haven't had it, like drank too much and drove drank drunk and drove drank drank drunk. I haven't drank a lot and drove the car in a long time. Right. I'd be lying if I said I never did it, because I think everybody's done it at Fair some enough. point. Yeah. 
Uh, but the last time I was on jury duty, uh, this poor guy, I'm, I'm guessing he was guilty, but the cop was a complete dickbag. Yeah. And we went, well, yeah, he, he walks yeah. away. Scott. He got away on a technicality, which I was, I was glad to do. Uh, that being said, cops are very nice. And when they're behind me, I love them. Uh, <laughs> trust your local beliefs. All lives, a lot of lives, some lives, dumb lives don't matter. Um, uh, top three movies. Quick, top three films. Seven. Uh, oh, God, that's a good fucking film. A Shawshank Redemption. Oh, another good, good one. one. Yeah. And then uh, comedy, you have to go meaning of life, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are, we are going to be best friends. Uh, you were assigned a task. Uh, a weighty, I was. A weighty task to come at me with three questions. This is your chance to come at me with your first question, please, so young man. first one, softball. Okay. Oh, okay. Given the technological advances that we are experiencing, mm-hmm. do you think that actually sitting down and reading a physical book, not a Kindle or your phone, that, that, my that, yeah, the act the act of sitting down and reading a book will still be significant in the future as it pertains to like the human condition. Oh, I hope so. I, 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 right? I, 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 it's funny because uh, I'm a fan of books. That's, that's why it's, it's on there. I, I love reading and I grew up reading. I grew up before cable TV was a thing. So, you know, and, and we were in a redneck town and the TV station sucked. Dukes so of I, Hazard, hee haw. Yeah, and, and uh, I, uh, Excuse me, this beer is making me really burpy. And yeah, I, I was similarly afflicted. I'm on. Uh, mm-hmm. Excuse me. A lot of podcasts do the burping out loud thing, and I try not to do that. So I'm stifling, just stifling my burp. I'm not I saying I declare. I fart like crazy, but I. I but the <laughs> mic is far enough away. Yeah, but you'll smell it. Uh, anyway, I, I love books, but I'm the slowest reader in the world. I, I am. It it takes me two years to get through a book because um. And you know, like read, read, read. Let's ride bikes. You know, kind of that guy. <laughs> Literally yesterday, my wife and I. Sunday, she uh, she worked Saturday. She worked today, so it was like her only day off for a couple of days. And she's like, "Let's not watch TV." You know, because we were going to rent a movie and kind of sit on the couch and have a glass of wine and chill for the afternoon. She said, "Let's uh, let's read." And I went, "Great, I can go to sleep while you read." <laughs> and uh, I think it lasted five minutes before we were restless. Um, I love reading. I, I think books will always be around. It's kind of like vinyls, the new thing, right. you know, because that that something holding something tangible and beautiful in your hands. Uh, I don't know. I, I I like the fact that there's used bookstores now. I, I love finding a book at a thrift shop. If I go thrifting and uh, finding a book, that, you know, that I've wanted to read or, or I want to read again. Uh, I love the whole process of finding it. It's the equivalent of vinyl to me. I like music more than I like books, but I, I love the hell out of some books. And yeah. I don't think they'll ever go away. I Do I think at some point we're going to live in a paperless society? I hope so. I hope the only thing we're making is interesting books and everything else, bills and... And romance trash. Yeah. Need that too. But but there are people who love that stuff. My grandmother was a huge fan. With those um, hunky, good-looking pirate dudes with their puffy sleeves on the covers yeah. and their chest hair. Yeah, and long, flowing Fabio hair. I... I, I don't I don't understand it, but you know there, there's a thing for it. If you're if you're reading, good whatever for you. your vice is, it doesn't really. Matter. Yeah, you know, the TV's so bad. Said the guy who just told you he was watching Master Chef like five minutes ago. I'm gonna ask you some questions. All right, all right. If you were kidnapped by human traffickers to be sold on the black market, how much do you think you were worth, and and why? 
I mean, if you're going for sex, not much. Like, 80 bucks, probably. So I could clean up or whatever. But, I mean... You're the mop boy. I have, a, I have a strong back and a weak mind, so okay. I, could, I could lift stuff okay. or I can... Whatever. So, $200? Yeah, well, but I, mean, I, I was going, like, 50 bucks for me. I, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, you got to remember, though, like, the... My uh, self uh, masochism, I'll yeah. be able to do more works. So I feel like that's okay. Brings it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I'm not yeah. not I, a com- I, accustomed to complain. You have you have knife skills. I think I do. You, you could could you kill a guy? Oh, I mean, ethically, I don't think I'd get but, over but, it emotionally. But but, but do you think you could kill a guy like with your knives? I saw your knives. Those are impressive knives. Oh uh, yeah, I have a decent collection. I mean, they're sharp enough to go through. People, is that yeah. what you mean? I, I don't know. Do you think if the, if, if if a criminal came in the back of smiling by oh, right now, yeah. you could wait and you turn around and just yeah. to the juggler, like yeah, yeah. I'd be super sad about it D- directly after that. But yeah, it's uh, I was actually just talking about this uh, with a couple of friends, really talented chefs, um, that I don't think I'm emotionally ready to slaughter an animal. So that was next things out of my mouth. Have you ever actually put an animal down? Not. Other than fish, and yeah. I, I still feel bad every time I. Uh, yeah, but they're so good. You, oh no, I love it, but I still yeah. feel bad even t- every time I cook a pan of clams because I know they're dying in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but they're. Tasty. I still eat the shit out of them, <laughs> and I cook them all the time. But it's, you know what I mean. I feel yeah. like, if you recognize the the sacrifice of, and this is gonna sound super hippie. No, I, I, I get my this. Head and I we're, see we're, it. Yeah, but it's. The more important that animal's life is to you, the more likely you are to respect the food, uh-huh. respect the 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 interest of the animal. Yeah, yeah. Because you you see that the the end that it's meeting, you you're more likely to make sure that it lives a good life and has only one bad day and you know is cared for. And and you do it humanely. Yeah, it's, I mean as much as possible. Like yeah. I don't uh, boil lobsters alive. Mm-hmm. You know, just put them in clove uh, yeah. water and they'll you know pass out. Now they're good. And it actually makes the, the meat sweeter. So being nice to animals and treating them with respect makes your end product better. Oh, and tasty. Happy food is delicious food. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, question number two. I, I just like on Instagram, you have like all these knives. And it seems cool. They're steel and they're, no, they're sharp. They're how do, do you ever travel with your knives? We how, did. How does, when how does we, that work? When we were, uh, she got the wanderlust. My wife got the wanderlust. She's like, oh. we should go do... Um, what do you call that? Seasonal, Seasonal work. Uh-huh. Uh, we decided to go to the Grand Canyon North Rim, and I was super paranoid about taking them. What if they confiscate them? What if they get stolen while yeah, they're in my bag? They're not cheap, right? Oh, God, no, they're not yeah, cheap. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what's a knife cost? What's a, 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 a pairing so knife cost? That's the only a one. Pairing I knife? I, that's the only knife I could think of, I'm sure. Um, my current favorite pairing knife is a Chroma 301. It's standard Chroma 301. I know yeah, that one. Yeah, it's yeah. a. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a middle of the range yeah, pairing yeah. knife. It's like seventy bucks. Okay, that's uh, but that's time, minuscule. Yeah, um, I, I think we have a twelve dollar pairing knife. Yeah, I have a Takeda. I cut my finger on it yesterday, literally, like <laughs> right. Just go at the tip. Yeah. yeah. What's what's a Takeda? Takeda is a single maker knife. Takeda son. This is his last name or oh, first that's, name. That's cool. I guess. Is he Asian? Oh yes, a, a Japanese, super old. Oh, uh, that's cool. I'm probably gonna fuck up all the facts, that's, but that's, he's that's okay. Long story short, he yeah. makes uh, Aogami Super Steel knives with a Kurouchi finish, and like all of them are pretty similar, and their production level, like they're not really custom, but they're just so amazing and so perfect. Like, it's what you imagine, you know. Yeah, yeah. A, a, knife they, a knife should be. Shy of being a samurai, this yeah. is the coolest thing. Yeah, they're really, really light, stay incredibly sharp, amazing to sharpen, fun to play with. Uh, <laughs> 
You ever do this thing? Yeah, the, the, no, 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 no. Okay. It's no. mumbly peg. Is that what that's yeah, called? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But yeah. no. I, you should. I, I've Try cut it. the sides of my fingers off before. Oh, gnarly! Not playing that though. Yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, <laughs> just pack it with some tobacco and wrap it up. It's Is fine. that what you do in one of those little yeah. finger condoms? Um, I mean, yeah, eventually, yeah. but you have to you have to pack it with something first that'll stop bleeding. I use tobacco and then let it sit for a minute, and then you can rinse off the tobacco. Then. You ever have Wrap to leave and go to the emergency room? No, well, good I for refuse. You. Yeah. I got this one to the bone. Oh, gnarly! It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, heck, uh, yeah! You're you're missing the tip of your finger, dude. Yeah, that's um, cool. And I just uh, you're a pirate. My friend Pedro just wrapped me up and uh, finished service. Continue cooking. Just get a little in the salad. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I got right. this one. I don't know if you can see that one. That one's actually. Whoa, that's a divot. You got a divot in your yeah, finger. Yeah, a that's chunk cool missing. too. Yeah, um, that's from. I oh, got I was trying to fix my oh. scissors. Okay. <laughs> Hey, this was a dumb mistake, but I was using my pocket knife to fix my scissors, and both are incredibly sharp. Yeah. And just uh, looked away for a Rosie. second, cut yeah. the uh, side of my finger off. Did you, I don't know why I'm laughing at your pain. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's super, it was really dumb. I Would shouldn't you, have been doing it. Yeah, it sounds like when you get your pocket knife out to perform kitchen duties, it, it seems like that's a mistake. It's a really nice pocket knife, too, did, though. Have you, did you go to chef school? No, I uh, you're self-trained. That's really awesome. dish pit. Yeah? yeah, dish pit. Yeah, that's cool, too. Uh, <laughs> almost got fired my first night. Really? Yeah, I broke like sixteen glasses, That's sixteen awesome. wine glasses. <laughs> they fell, they fell right off the the shelf, and I just stood there. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm super duper fired. Uh, my my sweet dog keeps knocking into the. If you hear a boom noise in your headphones, it keeps knocking into my boom mic. And question number two for you: um, uh, How well is the modern world uh, equipped to deal with the second biblical flood if it occurred? In the same manner that the first Bible described it would. Okay, so I... This is going to get super nerdy. Oh, no, it's so if you, if you actually go back and take all the measurements uh -huh. of everything that would have happened and you assume that the cubit is between, I think it's 3 feet 1 inches uh, and... Or no, sorry, 18 inches and 3 feet 1 inches. So 18 inches being on the small side and, eight, and 3 feet 1 inch being on the large side of what a cubit is. Can, okay, I'm so glad you're here. Okay. <laughs> This is we're gonna get really fucking boring. Okay, no, oh, no, no, sorry. it's fun. People I've love cubits. About this. Yeah, I've thought about this on end. Yeah, okay. I used to be a seriously angry atheist, but now I'm just tired now. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. That's that's, but, uh, that's the hierarchy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, so if you assume that and you count um, like the the size the size of the biggest boats we've had today and the the attempts at making wooden vessels uh, of a similar size that Noah had. Then when they do, even with metal supports and stuff, those things just get all bendy and weird and crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's not forget about, you know, carnivorous animals being in the same boat with all these vegetarian animals and them just shitting everywhere all day, every and, day. And um, two, two of every animal from all over the world. No, two of every unclean animal oh. and seven of every clean animal. That's too many if you animals. Go back, yeah, if you go yeah. back and read all this, I don't, the, the story attention. of the flood yeah. is Stupid? Insane. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so anyways, if you... If you really look at it, um, our understanding of geology is far greater than people that never went five miles outside their tent. So we understand exactly how much forty days of rain might yeah, happen, flooding the world. And I think it's I think it's two hundred inches. If I if I remember correctly, two hundred inches for forty days and forty nights. It's not even near yeah. what they thought it would happen because they live in a fucking flat desert. Yeah, yeah. And everything, yeah, you know, it's just not. It's the same. not that high. Yeah, that's 200 inches. You need a boat. You need like a ladder. Yeah, it's like yeah. here. <laughs> well, no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 200. I'm 50. No, I'm 66 inches tall. So 
you know. Yeah, okay. High, but yeah. still not insurmountable, especially, you know, <laughs> given all the sea-doos that we have nowadays. I'm so glad I asked you this question. Um, but, so you were saying we're going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't even think it would be that much of... It would be an inconvenience, and Twitter... Yeah. Would be all a buzz about it. Yeah, that, that's fucking... a stupid hurricane. That wasn't a hurricane. That was, yeah, that was a there, bigger pain in the ass. There'd be another meme about people yeah, yeah. being wet or not being wet or <laughs> upside down stand-ups. Uh, question, but... question number three. <laughs> I'm so glad. I saw that. I, I steal these questions off the internet. Right. I, I saw that today and I was like, that's dumb. Uh, uh, question number three for you. What's the most important thing you've ever learned from your father? <sighs> okay, well. It sounds like you and your dad had a good relationship. Yeah, he's a... Uh, He's amazing. Dad's around? Yeah, he's yeah. still alive. How old's dad? Uh, 58 this year? No. Shit. 59. Yeah, 59. He was born in 58. So yeah, Dad's 10 years older than I am. That's cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, the, I think he would say this, is that he taught me how to learn. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know, the, the opening up and being able to actually analyze things and come at, come at situations with n- little preconceived notions. I can't believe how unprepared I am this. Wait for it. <laughs> Eric B and Rakim, it's the coolest. I, I did that. I made that in, that ringtone, and right. now now I'm gonna turn that off because we're bad at podcasting. I'm so your dad. Oh, oh, so um, I think you know the a lot of the problems that we have with, and I sound fucking old saying this. A lot of the problems that we have in uh, in society is people don't really allow themselves to learn or know how to learn or really even yeah, understand yeah. what that means other than memorizing shit. Yeah. And if uh, if you actually come at something and, and you learn it in a more holistic sense, Dirk gently reference. Uh, <laughs> Are you a Douglas Adams fan? Uh, I have 42 tattooed right Do here. you? Do you know that there's a, a Derek Gently's Hello I just... Uh, Did you watch it? I saw the first two episodes. Is it... It's so fucking crazy. Is it good? It's real good. Because everything they tried to do with Douglas Adams... They uh, did... Um, they, okay, so they, the the one that they did in 2004 or five with uh, Stephen Fry as the narrator, it was missing a bunch of stuff, but that doesn't make it a bad movie. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. But if you remember the original BBC... That was terrible. Radio... No, no, no. Yeah. The original BBC yeah. radio cast before the book was written. Because yeah, you yeah. remember that it went the other way. Yeah. Um, those are not the same as the book. The book was adapted from radio... I need to go back and check them out. Radio again. cast. And yeah. then the book was... There's five books in a trilogy, so really... Douglas is more conceptual than anything else if you look at it in those terms and I think that everyone that's come at it the BBC was super dry and weird but that doesn't mean it was bad I and mean, I enjoyed it I think I need uh, to, I think I look I watched them when I was a kid <clears throat> or I listened to them when I was a kid and, and I read the books so I immediately judged them bad the uh, the BBC edition the miniseries was very low budget by yeah, our standards yeah, yeah, and, it and, and it was minimal. a while ago too yeah, it was in the late seventies. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's um, what was I? Oh, you were, you were talking so everything about your dad. Douglas Adams has done uh, as far as adaptations have been all right at the bare minimum, and when they're good, they're really so really awesome. So this new thing is good. It is on the same level, I would say, as the Benedict Cumberpatch Sherlock. Okay, cool. Right, well, I don't know what that is, but it sounds the good. BBC oh, Sherlock. Okay, Holmes. so all right, all right. Did did uh, you ever read uh, his the last book they put out, The Salmon of Doubt? No, no, I didn't. It's. I felt bad about reading it because it was all the stuff that was on his computer when he died, like incomplete stories and right, stuff. Right. But I, I just like I, I love everything he does, and he's brilliant. And and uh, 
Well, there's a reason he didn't. Uh, that's, you know? that, that's why I felt bad. I was like, I, I was looking into his diary, yeah. and, and I, I felt a little bit bad about reading it. And his family put it out, and he didn't want it out, and that was the other thing that I felt bad yeah. about. But it, it's kind of like you kind of want to look into people's diary, kind of. Like Kurt Vonnegut's son put out a a copy of his work posthumously, all the un you know stuff that he didn't try to print or whatever mm-hmm. in different mm-hmm. versions, and it's good. But it, you can see why he didn't. Put it out. It th- th- this is like normal Douglas Adams stuff. It, it's laugh out loud funny. Like yeah. just giggle your ass off. You were talking about your dad. I'm sorry. Oh, I, so I got excited because he's. I made a Dirk Dentley reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it's um, it's that all encompassing. Okay, we learn addition mm-hmm. as a function of subtraction, as a function of multiplication and division, and in that way, look at math on a whole and how it affects the world around you. Because you know, kids always say, "Well, what the fuck? Am I going to use this when I'm older?" Yeah. And the, the truthful answer is you probably are never going to use trig or calc, but you will use stat. Yeah. You will use algebra like mad, even if you're just balancing your checkbook and say it's algebra. Yep. Um, geometry is more, again, of just a random thing in your life that if you can generally look, I know this doorway is X amount because I, you know, I see it visually yeah. in a term of numbers or in terms of numbers, that's going to make your life better. It just happens to suck when you're taking math class. Yeah. Um, that's as far as I got in math, by the way, geometry. That's, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a calc. It's I a, told you I wasn't smart at the beginning uh, of this. Yeah. You, it you, doesn't get any more awesome when uh, you just go higher in math. It's you, just harder. Did you make good grades? You made good grades, right? I made good grades up until my senior year. And then what happened? Uh, I missed like 95 days. <laughs> awesome. I Why? still graduated with Was a, it graffiti? A, were you tagging no, me? Were you no. in jail in the big house? No, prison? not yet. I was oh. still a really good kid. Okay. But, um... I got extreme senioritis. I already had a job, um, work graphics design. I thought I was going to be a rock star, and I was smoking a ton of pot. All right. So I mean, I my mom worked there, and so I your felt mom like, was at school. Yeah, she was a sounds a, terrible. An English? No, it was great. I okay. love my mom. She's yeah. amazing. I know, I know, but I wouldn't want my mom at school. I mean, I mean, she was she chaperoned dances, and that was terrible. I can't imagine. She it. actually used to substitute. Uh, classes when I was a kid, and I always really enjoyed it. She's really fucking interesting, you yeah. know. That's the thing is that it doesn't really matter, um, you know, what your parents are doing in your life as long as they're, they're present in, and they're interested. They're in your life. I, yeah. I, I've said this a thousand times. Uh, my biggest problem was my mom and dad were too involved in my life. And at the time, it seemed terrible. My mom went on some sort of church thing this last weekend, and uh, uh, someone sponsored her to go because we're poor white trash people we don't hmm. have any money and uh they apparently they were doing this thing and the, the the sponsor wrote me a letter and asked me to write a letter about why my mom has inspired me to be a better person and it was the hardest and easiest thing i've ever done uh it, it was easy but it, it's it, it's you know at a 49 year old man I, I i tell my mom i love her every time i talk to her but i don't want to tell her why i love her <laughs> long story short she called me sunday like crying a little bit. I'm so happy. Thank you. I love you. It was so nice. It was so worth it. So if you're listening, and you have a working relationship with your parents, tell them you love them. And you, I do. You, I, yeah, good for you. They live in yeah. town. Yeah, they live in Castleberry. Yeah, we yeah. get to see them pretty yeah. often. Do they come in the restaurant? My mother has. My neither my mother and father have ever been into the Smiling Bison. I've only been there for a year. Yeah. But uh, they went to Chocos when I was there, and they actually came out of the Grand Canyon when I was there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And they came wow. to Key Largo when we were working at Ocean Reef Yeah, for my birthday. My mother insisted I had the day off for my 30th birthday. <laughs> that's so, really cool. Good. No, she uh, yeah. she made it happen. And they yeah. were down. We had some terrible food, but 
for my birthday. I mean, it's awful. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a great time though. We had a good time. Uh, hold on a second. Did, yeah, did I ask you uh, uh, your second question, please? Oh, young man. Can I refer to my phone? You can do it. Yeah, that, that you're allowed to do. You very, very short attention. You just, just can't look things up. Oh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I kind of remember, but the wording is fuzzy in my that, That's fine. It's the big deal. Everybody uses their phones. I'm using an iPad. All right, hold on. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so I was, I was obviously really baked when I thought of this, but um which do you think is better for the human condition meaning like to to preserve what makes us human that inalienable something genesis qua okay uh for the conquest of space meaning like we go out and propagate and take other shit or to to richly live and enjoy the earth as we have it now and try to preserve it that's that's the second one that's absolutely important and the problem is most people don't give a shit. They're just thinking about themselves and how quickly they can get crap and how, how many channels they can have and how, how big their house will be and how, how rich that they, your neighbors think they are. But isn't that still the hunter-gatherer mentality? Like, I got all this shit in the pile in my cave. I got to get a bigger, bigger cave for how much shit I have now. Yeah, but that's, that's what I was saying is most people think like that. But if you think that if all I need is this, this stuff... In this ashtray, in this paddle game, in this you know, chair? I need fire, I need food, I need shelter. And if I have a decent sunrise and sunset where I look, I'm golden. That's good. And I need the good company around me. Right. That, that's, that's kind of the point where I want. Like I, I, That's where I want to be. I like my home. I like my friends. I worked out this podcast where I can trick interesting people into coming and drinking with me and having a conversation. I love that, and I want to get rid of shit. Like I, I had a garage sale today this, uh, on a Saturday. I was more than happy to get rid of shit. Like just, I, I don't need that crap anymore. I don't. I, I read all these books. I've, I've listened to these CDs. I, I gave away. I gave away. I, well, I, I sold CDs. I mean, who, who listens to a CD anymore? That was. Just I for, literally don't even have anything which, that which plays CDs anymore. <laughs> That's exactly what I told my wife. But I had like three hundred CDs someplace, and they were great stuff. It was it was just killer CDs, and and, and I had a hard time getting rid of them in the yeah. sense that these were albums that that moved me. That, that, that and I had weeded out all the crap. This was the I gotten down to the core of these these the these, desert island tracks yeah the, the 200 desert island cities <laughs> and then i went I, why do i need these i have spotify i, I have vinyl right. i don't have all those records on vinyl but in the generation we have now the, the world we have now i can get any record i've ever wanted for the most part and, and have it come into my ears at any given time why do i need these cds other than to hold them in my hands and i haven't touched them in years so i sold some and donated some to answer your question, we need to make the world we have better. Oh, that wasn't my question. Oh, okay. It was for the human condition, for what makes humans humans. Oh, humans. It should do you be, think it should it's better be that we progress explore. I, I as humans yeah. by leaving or progress as humans by oh. living on the earth and enriching what we have here? Oh, the voyage. You're looking for the voyage. You're looking for the... the, the it's really, are you spaceship or wasteland? Like... Oh, then I'm spaceship. All right. Yeah, I'm totally. I'm you turn me around on this. I'm. I'm I want to see other stuff. I right. want. I want to learn. I. I don't. I. I just got done saying I'm. I'm comfortable in my house. But. But I also want to go 
out and look at things and meet unusual people and taste weird food and, oh, and yeah. except an eyeball and drink weird it's booze. Yeah, it's terrible. You can't. You're, you're lying. You're just what? a hipster answer. Okay, so pause. <laughs> okay. So in in many cultures, most actually most cultures except for America, oh, yeah, they eat when you like crazy. Well, no, but yeah. um, so if you're at a special event, uh-huh. right? The the guest of honor usually if she's female will be presented with the face meat. I know this. Cheeks, eyes, etc., tongue if it's appropriate for the animal. Yeah. And those are coveted and and luxurious delicacies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because I mean meat again is precious. Yeah. American we're trained to just fucking throw it away and we, get another we can one. Go to Publix, we're yeah, you get yeah. more Publix meat all you people. want. Yeah, yeah. And when you really again I fucking harping on this shit, but when you really appreciate the animal, the most delicious parts of every animal the the pig the face is more porky than the rest of the pork. I've had some face, some face is pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grouper cheeks, you yeah. know. I've chicken heads are great for stock. The same thing is the connective tissue. One of the, the the very first Anthony Burdines I ever saw, like one of the early ones. He he was in um 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 Alaska, and they went out and hunted a seal, slaughtered it on the the floor of the kitchen of the house, and presented it to the grandmother of the house yeah and she gave it to anthony like this fresh still warm eyeball that was previously swimming in the ocean two hours earlier and he, he did said, you ever read no um no no confidential? I, I, I literally said i told my wife like i want to read this book that guy it's because he he seems like the real deal to me like yeah. he he's i mean he's he was a junkie he was into all sorts of cool music he's traveled he he worked his way up from dish boy to right. the top of a kitchen he you one see, of the things that he says in that book is that if you're willing to risk a stomach ache and possible food poisoning, you are going to be much more likely to be able to experience something truly I'm, transcendent I'm, when I'm you're abs- eating. I'm absolutely there. Yeah, yeah. So I, maybe try that eyeball next time. I, I, oh no, I, I think I would. I just never been it, to the point where someone's handed me an eyeball. I would do it. I, I if it was by someone I trusted. You know, if I went in a smiling bison and you came out and went, hey, Pete, here's an eyeball. I'll just serve you the whole head. <laughs> I'm not going to pluck it out. you got to do it yourself. <laughs> Borrowing your knife and it out. Yeah. yeah. Does it make that noise? If it's fresh sometimes. Oh, that's it's awesome. the socket pulling. Oh, gnarly. Yeah, that's it's so cool. But not when it's cooked. It's all gushy. Yeah, I had a um, uh, calf's heart in February, I think. Nice. That was uh, the best meal I've ever had in my entire life. It was, really? It was insane. I just discovered that uh, duck tenders yeah. are super amazing raw yeah. the other day. Yeah. So, uh, I am going... Did I answer your question? Yes. Traveling for the, for the good of mankind is the way we go. Hey, kids. Uh, Bama Pama Vintage. B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A. I said it earlier. The holidays are around the corner. Um, Bama Pama is going to be all over Orlando. Uh, Red Light Saves Christmas. They don't have a date yet, but if... Uh, if you are uh, in Orlando, uh, go to Red Light. Uh, they're, I'm sure, on their Facebook, and uh, they do a Christmas thing where a lot of local vendors will be there, and you can have a beer and shop for your significant other or for yourself. Bama Pamba will be there. Uh, in the uh, uh, the parking lot of uh, Red Light and Park Ave CDs, the cool kids over at Dear Prudence are doing something the same day as Grandma Party on December 18th. Bama Pamba will be there. Will's Affair on December 12th uh, in the parking lot of Will's Pub. Uh, bands, booze, tons of local vendors. Pretty much a good time. Bama Pama, it will be at all these things. Also, uh, the Audubon Mar- Market, December 12th. Uh, 
if this is coming out at the beginning of December. So these are all chances locally to go to Bama Pama Vintage, go in their booth and buy something vintage for somebody for the holidays or for yourself. Also, you can go online. Um, if, if you don't know how to, where to find them, B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A Vintage, Google it, and it will bring you to their, their Etsy shop. Uh, get something. Get something vintage. Get something cool for yourself or your friends. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you'll be able to find out where they are. If you buy online, use the discount code SCOTCH, and they'll take 15% off. If you go in their booth at any of those pop-ups, uh, just mention Scotch a Good Conversation. They'll take 15% off. Vintage clothing's cool. The mall sucks. Go to Bama Pama. Uh, question number four for you. I have this hypothetical question. I have $28 in my pocket, mm. and I don't know anything about Orlando. Uh, what should I do to spend it to have the best day ever? Oh, man. Okay, 20, so, 28 bucks. All right, so this is just me, and but Chuan Lu, man. Fucking go to Chuan Lu. What, what is that? It's, it's a Szechuan Chinese place on 50. It's the most amazing use of your money dollar for dollar better than gold it's so good we go every week at least one time a week what's it near um it's you know where the mills thing yeah, is yeah 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 mills and 50 is a little bit up from us from up here. okay yeah I, I've, I've probably been there i'm sorry and so it's spend all the 28 there oh yeah man easily no. <laughs> so like, it's cheap. It's really cheap, but you make yourself sick. It's so delicious. Then walk around Mead Gardens or something for the yeah, rest of the Yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. take a nap. That's what's going to happen <laughs> afterwards. You're going to sleep. But um, no, it's it's amazing. It, I mean, um, as far as like doing other stuff, I'm a bad person to ask because literally... All you do is work? All I do is... It's such a shame. Either work yeah. or eat at restaurants. <laughs> I just, that's it. I watch cartoons and get stoned. So maybe buy a gram, a pack of cigarettes... And walk around the park. I, I don't do drugs. I mean, I do drugs. Don't get me wrong. I like drugs. I just don't buy them because it's yeah. awkward and weird for me. And I'm I'm bad at buying booze. I you should see me in the few times that I've purchased or been around people purchasing any sort of drugs. I'm I'm just an awkward person to have around. So I I uh, I if someone that I I know well will offer me something, there's a better than average chance. Especially now that I'm older, yeah. I will take it. But uh, I, I, uh, I, I don't. They're drug dealers. I don't necessarily trust all of them, unless someone wants to. Sponsor Nobody me. deals drugs. Drugs sell themselves. <laughs> they just hold on to the drugs until you want them. <laughs> I, uh, the, with Halloween that just happened, and all right. the, the whole scary. Everybody's going to give out pot candies. Mm -hmm. It's like no one's <clears throat> giving out pot yeah, candies. That's, money. that's the dumbest thing in the world. But it's the same thing with the razor blades and the candy and all this other stuff. I'm convinced that's just a, a ploy for adults to dig through and grab the best stuff. You can't have this shit. It's got poison on it. You can have the candy corn and, you know. Yeah, yeah. A uh, question number five for you. Um, what existed when you were a child that doesn't exist now? Is what existed when you were a child that doesn't exist now? Yakbacks, I guess. What is that? You know, talk boys. <laughs> oh yeah, there was that weird yeah. looking shapey thing. Yeah, they had that too. It was like a tape recorder. I never really had. I had a yak bag, which is like the smaller yeah. version of and it. And you could loop yourself. Yeah, yeah. The moon the, boots. The, I, the, the, those trampolines. There was a big tramp. Jinkos. What is Jinkos? You don't remember the jeans? Jinko oh, jeans. jeans. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's. that's I, I, I. 
No. It was right in my <laughs> age group. I owned many. I still have a pair of skunks, which was a kind I don't know what that is either. It was the... So each each kind of Jinko, each model of Jean there, there was There was subsets of Jinkos? Yeah. So you had like dumpsters, slackers, fucking spies. It's... I'm... This is stupid. Dating. No, it's, it's, it's not stupid a thing. in hindsight. It's, yeah, it's a thing. It's stupid in hindsight, but at the time it seemed terribly important to, to me. Have, to have... Junkos? Yeah, just big-ass jeans, man. They're okay. just stupid Were jeans. Were you one of those kids that was listening to Limp Bizkit and wearing those ridiculously large pants? I wasn't into Limp Bizkit. By the time Limp Bizkit was a thing, I was listening to Cannibal Corpse, which oh, is a okay, so, yeah, but farther. Did, were your pants like all frayed at the bottom and muddy? and, and no, did, did you have I'm, a chain wallet? I was so short, I had to have them tailored up. <laughs> okay. This is serious. I, they would get frayed, but then I was so conscious about how nice these jeans were. I'd have my mom take it to the Korean lady. And five bucks gets them hemmed up. Okay. <laughs> That's so dumb. Nice. Ridiculous Lord's pockets yeah, in the back. Yeah, huge and, pockets. Yeah. Did you ever listen to Insane Clown Posse? Please say no. no. Okay, good. No, I was more into the, the death metal side of things. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hugely into Primus as well. but no, uh, That's cool. Primus yeah. is cool. Rage Against Machine was big. The only important band to come out of the 90s. Rage yeah. Against the Machine. You think so? Oh, God. System I, of a Down came out in the 90s as well. It's like I said, the only... <laughs> I don't know. Without Rage, there would be no System of the Down. That's not accurate. Oh, why not? No, because System of a Down is a product of Mr. Bungle and Faith No More because of Mike Patton. That's an 80s thing. Faith No More is, but Mr. Bungle is not. Yeah, because of the 80s. But then... Then that's just an ad absurdium reducto argument that doesn't. You're always just going to keep skipping back on me. That's I'm not just fair. being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really think that some it would have happened eventually. Yeah. And rage, while they're, I mean, they're amazingly talented and will always have like a huge part of the '90s covered. Yeah, yeah. I think that somebody would have been that. No. You know, when people always say, "Oh, there, there was never be this without the Beatles. There'd never be this without Elvis." Some motherfucker would have done it eventually. For, for all intents and purposes, Public Enemy was Rage Against the Machine for the '80s with less rock guitar. Yeah, fair enough. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, and actually, they're touring with the dudes from Rage Against the Machine right now. With uh, is Rage back together? Or is it just not Tom without a uh, without a uh, Zach? Yeah, he's not there. But it's uh, um, Chuck D. Uh, Prophets of Rage is what they call it. Chuck D. Uh, from Public Enemy and the dude from Cypress Hill. Be real. If you say so, the lead singer, not yeah, the yeah, yeah, Zen yeah, yeah, dog, yeah. the black guy that's always like, yeah! <laughs> always in the background. Okay. Um, hey, uh, if you look, uh, where'd it go? Right down there. Yeah. Yeah. There, that that's uh, and and there's a light behind. And if you if you open that up, there's a light behind you. It's it's, a, it's like a big industrial thing. I unplugged the light. Too. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fine. Can you read that? Okay, I know it's sloppy. Yeah. That's why I, I enlarged it. <clears throat> Here, here's here's the thing. Yeah, I can read it. And, I, and I've been doing this for a while now. All right. That's a diary that I kept as as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's a journal because girls make diaries. I'm a boy. It's a, it's a journal. Uh, it was written somewhere between 1984 and 1992. Um, and I've been having my guest read little bits out of my journal for no apparent reason other than I think it's really funny. <laughs> Uh, uh, it, would to you check be, my reading skills? Would you be comfortable in reading my yeah. my sloppy handwriting? You, you should see how I'll gross. probably butcher it. Yeah, that's fine because it's poorly written. It's it's uh, if if you see a name, I'd love like if you see a, a girl's name, hmm. uh, it should be at the very beginning top. Yes. Yeah. I yeah uh, say my girl. I was just about to. Can I make up a different name? Yeah, you can make up a different name. I've been yeah. I've been using any other name. If you see a name, just make up a name. 
I don't uh, know if I'm good enough to do that on the fly. Yeah, just uh, just my girl. The, the, okay. the really important one is I, I I dated some girls in high school. This could be anyone. You or, scoundrel. Or or I I could be making this all up for for just stupid shock podcasting. Okay. But if you're okay with this and you think it's funny, because I think it's hilarious. Yeah, we'll do this. Okay, Th- this is a journal because I'm a boy. I don't keep diaries that I kept. When I was a kid, and if you're comfortable reading it, please knock yourself out. All right. So the inflection's probably going to go flat immediately. That, that's fine. That, that's pretty much how it was <clears> written anyway. <throat> All right. My girl is in a strange mood today. Uh-oh. She's, she scares me when she's in moods like this. It always puts me in a shitty mood when we fight. I wish she wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't go away this weekend. I guess I just bum around with guys with the guys. It's been a long time since I've done that. Uh, A different girl said she might go to the school I'm going to go to. I hope she does. It... It will be, be nice. It's so hard to read. I, think. I, I know it's terrible, right? But it looks like it should. It's more legible than my handwriting, oh, but I can't read oh, it. You should see how small it was. I blew that up. Oh, uh, okay. That's what that it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice to be around. Nice to have someone around to talk to. I think I'm gonna need it. My girl, girl on the first part, talked about going away. Also, you write. I think it's a boot. You wrote it like you're Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't want to. She said. Them, then, then trills, nodge, to think, not to think about it. All right. Okay. I guess, I guess that's, there's some, that's not letters. That's like a, a high symbol from Hebrew and then a sideways A. Uh, I should try to do, but I really can't help it. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I, that's as. I think I think what I was saying was uh, I wasn't trying to think I didn't want to think about it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So. I have I have done my best to forget about everything before I became a. Well, there's more to it. Oh, there's, okay. oh, there's, oh, there's, there's a couple pages. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Some Woodward and Bernstein. In here. Uh-huh, I know. I, I was a deep <laughs> journal person. All right. Uh, went to the. Oh, so this is better. It's next day. Now. Yeah. 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 Went to the movies with my girl tonight. Okay. Went to see... I, I looked at this. It's Friday the 13th, I think. But there's like Iron Street. Iron oh, Night- Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Was the first one? Sure, I think so. I don't know. Right. I could be making this up. 1983, right? I, I thanks for blowing up my spot. <laughs> Pretty dumb movie. <laughs> Young at, you was not look, good. Look at me. I'm, I'm a film critic. Afterwards, we went out to buy... Went out by the river. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Make out lane. We sat and talked and messed around. I guess it was pretty nice. Uh, apparently. Just pretty nice. I, I don't know. What At is... that age, I would have done anything well, to uh, make the, out with a girl. Well, the, 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 the time before this, and if you're listening now, the podcast, I think before this or two before this, I, I get booby. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? So... I was probably bored with the booby at this point, so go ahead. For shame. I know. I'm just <laughs> still not bored with boobies. Yeah, I know, right? I tell you the best. Uh, my girl left to go to Tallahassee for oh. some stupid French club thing <laughs> for the afternoon. She said she... They crossed something out, and okay. I don't think it makes sense without that word. Okay, that's okay. That she would call, but she never did. About 11 a.m., right before I was going... Was it right about to go to work? She uh, she drove up and put a note on my car. Oh. I guess she was in a rush or two within she would have stopped. Stop. 
stoked stop, and talk to me tonight <laughs> out with Tony and Scott and Sean oh, says Sean Susan Susan yeah Sean and Susan I yeah. guess I guess it was kind of fun you're really not able to commit to happiness <laughs> parking with girls is just kind of fun yeah. I, I, if you if you listen to the old podcast where I get movie I'm very happy about it I'm, I'm just quite but just immediately slumped back into yeah. the ennui I, I was trying to be really cool in my own diary I think yeah. journal just no big yeah. deal I just got some boobs <laughs> journal don't worry about yeah, it yeah yeah get boobs all the time okay uh, would have much rather been with my girl oh that's so sweet. i would just like you to appreciate yeah that i didn't say that name i know the yeah. whole time i, I wanted there, to there's like two more pages you can still blow it oh well yeah fuck. it's a hard name now anyway. still, yeah 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 uh, woke up at 6 a.m and went to camp with tony today oh, i could say that's tony. A, you could say I, tony yeah yeah i was gonna say because i said all those other yeah, yeah you said names. sean and susan yeah they're, they're all they're all friends it's okay. okay yeah we had a pretty nice time walk E round <laughs> and look. Well, well, that's what we did in the 80s. We walk E round. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the old, old sites. I sites think? that we went to camp. Tony talked a lot, lot about we. Some, some girl. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It yeah, looks yeah. like a different thing. Yeah. yeah I can yeah, read yeah. another girl. She, she seems to be in love with. He seems to be in love with her, or uh-huh. so he says. Yeah. We also went. He wasn't. Re, re, re railing? Repelling. We oh, repelling. That's an R, man. Come on. I, 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 I told you I can't right. spell, and this was the 80s. I bought home. Oh, I got home around 3 30 and waited for my girl to come home. So you were living together? No, no, no. We, 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 this this may or may not have been high school or grade school or college. I, I, I'm just not going to dedicate myself. Okay. No, no, no. She, she not said that, that she would stop by. <laughs> yeah. She finally did about 7 p.m. Mom and dad. I can say mom and dad. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're dead. <laughs> went to, well, my, my went to see dead. a yeah. movie. Yeah. Went to see me? Me. Probably There's like movie an O or, in there, man. M- Omi. So I, Omi. It's Omi. Oh. Yeah, it's, oh, my, it's, it's my grandmother. Person. I'm okay. German. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was Oma. Oma. Well, it's Omi, Oma. Okay. Yeah. Obladi. Yeah. So I was home alone. <laughs> my girl wouldn't let her go my girl's mom wouldn't let her go oh. so we were talking till about ten thirty when i went to sleep and then there's a, a postscript oh god today i was super today was super sunday i had a really my girl and i it just stops mid-sentence and got in a fight oh it's the bottom of another page oh, oh the next That's page we got a fight i can't oh, even shit like oh god turn the, the page quick thickens okay <laughs> <laughs> so this is two different jimmy jams okay <laughs> Uh, today was Super Sunday. I had a really nice night. My girl and I went. You were writing on other letters. Want to watch the big game about the big, the big game? I yeah. can't. We can't say that now legally. Really? Yeah, you can't say the big game. I don't. Oh, I think I think it's trademarked. Uh, I'm. I don't. I don't know, I don't know anything about sports either, okay. but I'm fairly certain the big game is. I like know a, Bud Selig was the commissioner of baseball at one point. Oh, I like you so much. <laughs> I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> okay. All I know. So. Um, my girl was wearing this mini skirt. Ooh. I couldn't keep my eyes off her. About this is in all caps, by the way, for anybody. This part. I'm screaming. Yeah, I'm screaming before it, before it was screaming. <laughs> I invented about, screaming. Uh, about the third quarter, we left and went down to the river again with the river. I got the river ruled. Uh, and Parkview, we ended up wrapped in oh each other's arms. Uh. I said before, and I'll say it again. I was. She was the sexiest body, great ah. legs, nice build, and those warm brown eyes. Oh, man. Just thinking about her sets me excited. Oh, it sets me excited. Is that the end? 
Uh, then the, oh, it no, jumps no. like a comic book style. It goes a different That's way. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> my girl and I got into a fight. Oh, tragedy. <laughs> um, it's pretty much the nature of my relationship. On the phone. Okay, phone. On the phone, okay. She was... <laughs> she was being... A bitch. Yeah. You self... And I got in a little pissing... Her. Pissed off the... The I when I did start <laughs> tacking to her... Talking to her again, she... Wasn't there, so I just hung up. About ten minutes went by, and she showed up here. She didn't say a word at first. Just come in and sat next to me. It's no fair. I can't stay mad at her. We. we I sort of blanked out there for a second. Did I say her name? No, no, no. Yeah. You okay. Did. Yeah, yeah. Are oh, we good? Yeah, we're, we're fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we just held on to each other. After she left, she called. Same, someone called her. She didn't tell me who it was, but said she, she'd she call me back, but Uh-oh. it turned out to be church, Church's? Church's I, Chicken? No, it was, uh, it was somebody I know. Who, I know a different know. name. Yeah, yeah. Name church. Good dude. It's a dun- uh, it's a, oh, yeah. Well, that there you go, kids. That's that's a couple pages. I think that's, that's only two pages. I know it seemed like a hundred. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am... I am so incredibly happy that I grew up in a time just before my entire childhood was posted on the internet. <laughs> I hate and am so embarrassed of all the horrible fashion choices I may have made. Jinkos, Jinkos are the a thing apparently. Yeah. The fucking uh, see, see, I think this is so funny, and I, I, I'm, hair, I'm doing this just, plugs. just purely for myself because I think it's hilarious. And like I said, this may or may not be a thing. I could be having him read off a, a type piece of paper, and none of this could be real. But I, it I, uh, is interesting. It's it's a uh, it's so maybe next week you can continue on with, or someone can continue on with a uh, reading from my high school journal. I think I, I thought had, you said it could have been from any time. It could be any time. It could be. I, I could be making it up. <laughs> it's, I'm just protecting names. Too. I mean, French class kind of makes it high school or college. Uh, did, oh yeah, it was maybe. Uh, question number six. Uh, question number five for you. Was it five? Yeah, it was five. Uh, no, number six. Uh, Three, oh, sir. Three. Right. <laughs> what do you think other people first notice about you? Uh, my weird cartoonish body and tattoos. <laughs> Stupid black glasses. I don't know. I'm super loud, so they probably hear that first. I mean, you got some tattoos. What's your silliest tattoo? Uh, I have whore tattooed on my back in the tramp stamp area. They don't generally see that. A whore with a W? Yeah. Like huge in graffiti. Hey, you want me to see it? No, I don't want to see your whore tattoo. It's nice. It's one of my better tattoos quality-wise, actually. Okay. okay. Uh, the me tattoo is pretty nice. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, that, that's, is that, that was recently? Like a couple yeah, so yeah, two weeks ago. Really? Was that two? Cause I just, it feels like, like two weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. Tattoos hurt. Anybody who tells you tattoos don't hurt, they're lying. I mean, you get tired of answering about the specifics of pain, so yeah. after a certain, I have like 40... Tattoos, Dude, you have forty tattoos? Something like that. That's, That's insane. 30. That's too many tattoos. No, there's gonna be a lot. Yeah, more. so you're gonna go all in. You're gonna. I I like the Henry Rollins sort of spalted. Yeah. Everywhere randomness. So eventually I'll run into space, but I think I got another yeah, that, fifteen years easy. That was the first one, which is dumb, and I literally went. Someone said, "Well, let's get tattoos," and and I went, "Are you gonna buy?" And I said, "Yeah," and I said, "I'll take that one," and pointed and grabbed that. Uh, that's the only other one that that uh you can see, but I got some on my chest. 
Which, if anybody tells you tattoos don't hurt, they hurt really bad. I have one on my pack that's yeah. two band-aids, and the whole time it felt like someone was cranking down on my nipple. It was <sighs> real bad. It, it, the only way I can describe it is hot razor blades. That, that's the only way that you can describe what a tattoo feels like. Oh, uh, somebody rubbing on a sunburn. Oh, scratching that, that, a sunburn. Yeah. I got, I, you ever get your ribcage done? Not yet. Oh, ribcage Too fucking fat. hurts. <laughs> it, it hurts. It, it's no fun. I, I was in a garage. Someone was tattooing me in their garage because that's how I roll. I'm very classy. Oh, I've got some right here. That's all. <laughs> oh, that. And I, I was leaning over on a like an office chair, and I realized I kept rolling away from them. And I was like, "Are you? Am I rolling away?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I'm sorry. It, it hurts, and I'm trying not to." Um. Whoop. No, I don't want to turn Siri on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Uh, just all the porn history just keeps coming out. Oh, he erased that. Not shit. now. Uh, Asian businessman. <laughs> things with tentacles you wouldn't believe. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, oh, did we answer what people notice about you? Oh, I that I'm loud. Oh yeah, tattoos. Ridiculous. Think you're that loud. I'm being reasonable now because yeah, I can hear myself. On. Yeah, that, that's. But uh, apparently, I can be just having a normal conversation. I can be heard. With me in the kitchen, I can be heard and clear across the room during a Friday night service. Is it ridiculously loud in a kitchen? Uh, it depends on the kitchen. I mean, uh, all the Michelin star restaurants are going to be silent service. Really? So the only thing you'll ever hear is the sound of cooking and then the chef saying service. That's interesting. How, and now it's with computers? or No, no, no. Yeah. Um, it's just a... So depending on the... I don't want to say the quality. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Depending on the quality, it's yeah. uh, more about the the style yeah. of service that's going to dictate that like French traditional French kitchens traditional Japanese and almost all Asian kitchens will be silent yeah. you know, you're focusing on your work and you're only your work whereas American British to a certain degree you know all all the Americas generally yeah. unless they're ultra high end yeah. you're going to have shop talk and mostly conversations about sexual assault various <laughs> genitals um, you know, it's just <laughs> who got a DUI, that kind of stuff. Well, no, I mean, yeah. so you're you spend so much time with these people, yeah, you know, 10 to 15 hours a day with the same people, yeah, six, five, six days a week, sometimes seven, going to battle, yeah. And you just yeah. you develop this brotherhood and you're so comfortable with them that I mean, you're always grabbing each other's butts and dicks. <laughs> and you know, there's we have a running joke about our dishwasher about how huge his dick is. I've never seen his dick, but that's just the... That's just, it that's, comes up constantly how big this man's dick is that he cannot possibly... We talk about that on my podcast all yeah, the time. Make it up and down the stairs. Uh, from here on, I mean, we're talking about how huge my dick is. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure. So, I mean, and it just seemed funny to me to make it up at the time, but now it's become a serious thing. Yeah. And it's... Uh, so it just depends. Like our kitchen has to be generally pretty quiet because the there's a it's open. Yeah, you can, you can so see you, into it. Yeah, you can't really say all the stuff you want to say, but there's certain areas of the kitchen where you're less heard, and you can speak kind of hushed or face away from the window, and you can say whatever you uh, want. I've eaten just about every chair, every table in that place, and I've never heard a peep out of the kitchen. So you guys are doing it right. Then try. Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, your, your third question, please. My third question, and this is... This is the scary one. I'm kind of afraid of this one. And the limits of your Ooh. culinary taste. But assuming that all all things were equal, meaning they were bred the same, or bred with respect, mm -hmm. and, and raised humanely, and then slaughtered humanely, would you be more apt to use people or dogs as a food source? People. Yeah, I want people super easy. Yeah, I... I, I. But, do you see what's sitting at my yeah, feet? Yeah, but the yeah. problem is, though, yeah. 
the the level of things that you'd have to make sure that the people were eating because they can't eat like we eat now yeah. they have to eat like one thing and yeah, we're breeding people yeah okay so it logistically it's problematic to deal with people but it seems ethically more acceptable because most human beings are trash anyway are these ugly people whatever you want I don't right? so that, that's the problem is I don't want to eat ugly people no you you want to eat fat lazy gross people I guess I but I, I don't yeah. I it's it's kind of like I don't want to see the cows I'm eating although I I, I think I, I, I how do you know what a pretty cow looks like I don't know they have doughy eyes and they're really really you nice know? ass I I, I, I I don't supple nipples <laughs> sure <laughs> you don't really eat the udders no I, I do uh, fair um, enough I know um, I, I, I'd, I'd like to think I wouldn't eat an ugly person I, 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 but you want the marble. No, no, I, 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 no, I get, I, I get, I get. I want a huge thigh yeah. and a big, juicy buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 I still, I, I go need a dog. I'm, I'm, I like, yeah, I, I like most that's... dogs more than I like people. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that alone. Uh, um, uh, question number seven. We have two more, and we're done. Uh, All right. Th this one was specifically for you. Uh, what are some things that professional chefs know that uh, other people don't know? That you can fix a lot more than you think midstream. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so it, people, and I, I experience this a lot with people that uh, you know I hang out, which is few and far between. People that aren't cooks, they get so worked up about cooking, and so stressed that like oh, well, I'm gonna burn this I'm gonna you know just fucking just let it hum just let it be a thing yeah and your body the panic will eventually and it, you know if you make a misstep here there's usually like even if you break hollandaise there's a fix for that there's <laughs> okay. there's all kinds of stuff there's really the only thing you can't come back from is uh, overcooked eggs yeah and fucking dropping something on the floor yeah that, that's probably the, the faux pas yeah yeah I mean now that's done but yeah. like you know, eggs are one thing that you really can't come back from. Overcooked meat, let's say you don't need it for service, though. An overcooked roast that would have been sliced like a prime rib or whatever, you can braise that, and that becomes pulled meat. And there it's perfectly go. good. You right. take it above 185 degrees, and then it's a different thing now, but it's not ruined. You don't have to throw it away. Um, yeah, just fucking... The, that, that most of cooking is about calm confidence and saying that I have control of this, I trust what I'm doing... And not to panic because the second you panic, you get shaky. Fuck it, forget what you're supposed to do. You go out of order, and then you're more likely to make mistakes. I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I like cooking. Like I, I enjoy the art of it. Like not that I'm at the level you are where it's actually an art, but I enjoy cooking. Right. Um, but I'm just really, really, really bad at it. First of all, I'm, I'm. Just uh, like I get sidetracked too often, so I'll like run off into the living room and start watching TV, and something burns, and sets a fire, and burns my kitchen down. Uh, but here's what my one thing that I learned: I learned it on in, in a documentary about serial killers. John Wayne Gacy, you know who he is? Mm -hmm. uh, he's, okay. Yeah, yeah. He he said that uh, you can never use too much salt and pepper. Yeah, you need to season aggressively. Um, I learned I learned my my one cooking tip from a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean uh, Thomas Keller. Uh, so the hardest thing to teach a, a young cook is seasoning to yeah, be able yeah. to to season aggressively and judiciously and know right at the edge to stop yeah and never never stop before that because it's, if a food comes off insipid you know just flat and bland if not enough insipid, acid not, that's, a, that's a good food word yeah right yeah, yeah not right. enough uh, yeah. not enough salt not enough fat if it's not in balance 
then that's more unforgivable than, oh, that was a touch salty for my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like in higher end, when you're only eating two bites of something, it could be salty as shit and it's already over. And you're thinking about, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. I, I love eating and I, I, I like the point that I've gotten into my life and it's specifically because we've decided to have no children. Like mm. I, I, I'm very aware that if we had kids, I couldn't go have smiling bison once a week or go yeah. to ravenous pig or, or you know, yeah. Uh, I... And it's not like we go there all the time. We like we uh, maybe every two weeks we go have a nice meal or something. Although, I'm every anytime Didi's like, Didi's my wife. It's like, what do you want? It's like, let's go get a burger from Ravenous Pig. Let's go down there. And I'll, I'll go. I'll get him to go too. That's the best because it's so so close up the street. I can't do that if uh, I'm if I'm going to a place unless it's Chuan Lu and it's one thirty in the in the middle of the night. <laughs> then that's acceptable. But if I'm going to a place, I'm there. We're doing it. You know. I, I, like I said, I love the fact that it's up there. And my wife gets home late. She works a lot. And on a Friday night, she'll get home at like six thirty, six o'clock, and seven thirty rolls around. And we'll, uh, I'll go. Let's go get burgers. And I'll go up there and get two burgers. And I'll have a beer at the bar. And by the time I'm up the street, it's still warm and wonderful, and you break the yolk on the egg, mm. gets that on the fries, and yeah, you guys, you guys are doing it right. Question number one, uh, eight for you: Who do you know that I don't know who could sit in the green chair and be on the podcast and bring something to our community? So I gave this long and hard thought, and uh, Jordan, uh, who is the uh, the man counterpart of the Sugar Top Farms, where we get probably sixty percent of our produce. The other okay. portion is generally coming from urban growth. But he is doing some cool stuff and actually introduced me to vegetables that I, or leaves and things that I hadn't uh, been into yet. And he also introduced me to my egg man, Nathan, who is. Go, 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 you. God, he's. Yeah. These eggs are. I mean, if you want to come in down to down low, uh, you can buy some from us. And they are the, the best eggs. And it's because he's obsessed with making these chickens happy. Yeah. Jordan's doing the same thing with his, uh, with his vegetables. And I mean, you can tell those, when I get uh, Kirby's, when I get pickling cucumbers, because we make all, you know, obviously, make a lot of pickles in-house. When we get cucumbers from Wait, those... Your pickles, man, they're fucking dynamite. They're the yeah. little teeny weeny yeah. pickle you put on the burger. They're just out of the world. Don't I... make that noise. You hear that? That's <laughs> <laughs> my, my pickle noise. Well, depending on the day, you could get, there's like five different kinds that I make. You know, you have a naturally fermented, you have a naturally fermented spicy, a naturally fermented rye, whatever, and yeah, then yeah. you have the traditional bread and butter vinegars. Yeah. Um, but so back on it, Jordan is bringing us these vegetables like still warm from the sun. That's insane. I text him at six thirty in the morning with my order, and he's yeah. like, "Okay, I'm gonna go cut it," and then That's they're really to my cool. door by like three o'clock. Um, he's he's great. He's been a godsend to uh, to the bison, and we've been able to expand what we're doing just because other purveyors aren't offering as much in in leaner seasons. Like I've I've probably been through like eighty pounds from of his okra. Yeah, and um, yeah. I, uh, I got those jalapenos, I think, from... By the way, thank you. You brought yeah. me to tell the kids what you bought. Oh, so I brought a... I made them just for fun right when that hurricane was happening. Yeah, yeah. The these these jalapenos, yeah. I didn't have a plan for them, so I was like, oh, shit, I better can them. So I canned up, uh, like, six pounds. I'm pretty sure they came from Mikey's farm. That's cool. Um, yeah, thank you. But they're they're so hot. They're really good, but they're really hot for jalapenos. Super tiny. Some yeah. of them are red. Yeah, that, that, I'm looking forward to digging into that and seeing my wife's face. Yeah. Um, so if you'd reach out to what was his name? I'm just, Jordan. Jordan, uh, Jordan yeah. Cooper from Sugar Top Farms. I'll it, definitely reach out to him and uh, Jordan, if you're listening, uh, I'd love for you to be on the podcast because Smiling Bison is doing it right. When when we met up at the Bamba Bamba booth, I, and I was like, you, you told me who you were. I was like, I got to get you on the podcast because 
So if you're in the Orlando area and you haven't been to Smiling Bison, or at Sanford, I guess that's kind of Orlando, but not. Uh, um, go down there. It's, it's well worth it, it and and the, the food is amazing. It, it's it's not it's not too. I mean, you can wear a pair of jeans. It's not. It's not like it's a fancy restaurant, but it so, feels like a fancy restaurant. It's, if I could interject, yeah, uh, yeah. One of the previous sous chefs before me, Snake Venom. Snake Chris, Venom, the sous chef. Uh, uh, like he's, he's amazingly talented. He's at yeah. Luma now, but he he once described the Smiling Bison as half uh, dive bar half fine dining and half music venue and i think that it's just spilling that's, out that sounds all over about the right. place yeah, yeah yeah you guys do music right too and uh, you've done comedy nights a couple of times and yeah that's it, real good too yeah i i, I, I i'm so lucky that, that <laughs> makes me so happy uh it, ew, hold on. My, my computer died we cut all this out make me sound smart at some point uh Thank you for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, I thought I was going to have a panic attack, but I, apparently I got through it. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell the kids where Smiling Bison's, Smiling Bison, Smiling. <laughs> so the Orlando location, and this is with heavy heart that I say this. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Orlando location is at 745 Bennett Road in Orlando, right off 50, mm-hmm. for the next two months. Uh, then we will be leaving. Uh, we've been looking for another location, uh, but we haven't found it. We've outgrown our our mothership, oh, our I'm flagship, so fucking as sad bummed. as it is to say. I'm so um, bummed, yeah. No, I actually cried today. Yeah. Um, I read the the announcement that Chef wrote, and I'm going to tear up again. It's um, <laughs> it's hard when you put so much shit into it, you know? Well, you guys are staying. You're going you're gonna to find something. Here. Oh, well, we yeah. have we have Sanford, yeah. and uh, that'll be our home base for now while okay. we find another location. Come back and, to uh, Park. Oh, I mean, believe yeah. me, we, we've been trying so hard. I can't really name yeah. the places no, no, we no, didn't I'm, get, but... Yeah. They were amazing locations, and it was one thing or another. It wasn't timing, wasn't right, or um, we we didn't have. There was one that um, this was a while back. There was one that wanted a two hundred fifty thousand dollar <laughs> security deposit, and we just don't have the capital. So I mean, we're always looking for a new location. We're always trying to uh, to get things going, and we have so much going on. Uh, one of the immediate plans. Uh, once we are in Sanford is getting the food truck back up and good, stay, keeping good. a presence. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so all that aside, I'm not trying to plug no, it. But. No, no, no. That's what we're about. Like I, I love plugging things that I believe in and your restaurant is high, high, high in my list of things Thank I you believe so much. in. Uh, uh, and so but this is gonna, probably going to come out at the beginning of December. So if you're hearing this now, you got about a month or 25 <laughs> days including the holidays, not including the holidays, to get your ass over to the uh, Orlando location on Bennett Road, go there and do it. And tell them that Scott's a good conversation sent you. And if, when that closes, go over to Sanford because it's just dynamite food. It's yeah. I, I mean, Seriously, it's the That best. one's uh, 107 South Magnolia. It's right in the middle of uh, the historic yeah, I district. I haven't been in there yet, but you guys, yeah, it's Sanford's kind of a hip little cool yeah. community. That location is way more beautiful. Like as far yeah, as the building, I, I they found like four bodies in there. So oh, there's cool. a lot of history. Yeah, so. butcher them, eat them. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. no, they don't do that. Uh, if you're coming into town, and I know I have, I have uh, numerous listeners in Mexico, and uh, so if you're coming into town, if you're going out to Disney or the, coming to see soccer or see sports or see family, make a point of going over to Smiling Bison. I'll put a link up in the show notes. Uh, it, it's it's just dynamite. I'm sad you guys are moving. I yeah, but you're but they're gonna be back in Orlando hopefully. Knock yeah, on wood. We're just waiting for to find a spot. Okay, cool. Uh, I want to say a thank you to my buddy CJ CJ Mask. 
talented guy, just a pussycat of a human being. He wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He plays with uh, Mike Dunn. He plays with Richard Churphy and All God's Children. He plays around town on his own. If, if uh, CJ's playing at a bar or a restaurant in your area, go see him and tell him that uh, Peter from Scotch and Good Conversation said hi. He also records and he produces and he's just generally a good dude. If uh, you need to make a record, get at me and I'll hook you up with CJ. Want to remind you that this episode and epi- every episode, this episode and every episode beer uh, is brought to you by Bama Pama Vintage. Fifteen percent discount in their online store. Just use the discount code Scotch. Uh, and if you go to one of their numerous pop-ups, mention Scott's Good Conversation, get fifteen percent off. And the the best beer bar in the world. A red Light Red Light, located at 2810 Green Drive in Orlando, Florida. Tell them that uh, Scott and Good Conversation sent you. If you enjoy the podcast, it, screw that. If you enjoy Smiling Bison and you want Smiling Bison to become even better than it is now, when you see this on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, repost it, and that helps them. Never mind helping me. It helps them. And more people will hear about it, and more people will get on the train for Smiling Bison. So if if you're a friend of Elliot or Smiling Bison, repost this. If you love us, if you love Scotch and Good Conversation, uh, subscribe. That really helps. Hit the su- subscribe button. I can never say that well on uh, iTunes and leave a review. It's amazing to me. I've got tens of thousands of downloads, and I, I have few few reviews. So. Leave a review, it really helps, uh, and, and I, I just want people to review me because you know, it makes me feel validated. Being uh, objectified is good. I know. Uh, give me a call, 407-965-5557. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, whatever. Uh, Alec, you're my new friend. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I love great. you. You guys uh, You guys rule. Uh, say goodbye to the people. Oh, uh, bye. bye, everybody. All right. Uh, you guys, <laughs> peace. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>